Hello and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D, and today I have a little story for you based around Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. So this one comes with a little bit of embarrassment, a little bit of self-criticism, a little bit of confidence, and a little bit about not caring about what others think. This one is called Don't Trick Yourself Out of a Treat. And for me, it's a personal experience about something that I used to do that would always make me happy and always make me smile a little bit. And I didn't realize how much joy it brought others and how long I deprived myself and other people of doing something that I really liked. And obviously, with it being Halloween, that action is dressing up. So this one takes me back to being a kid. And Halloween was always so much fun. I love dressing up for Halloween. Even back to, you know, just being a little, little kid. I always loved dressing up for Halloween. I always thought about my costume, what I was going to be, um... Growing up as an identical twin, we definitely had some creative costumes. Uh, One year we did this, my brother and I, I think it was like third grade, where we put my dad's oversized, well for us it was oversized sweater on, and you know we both fit in it, and I went out the right arm, and he went out the left arm, and we both, you know, put ourselves in a pair of sweatpants that were oversized as well, and we went as like Siamese twins. And totally, uh, you know, just playing on the the twin thing. Um, We also went as one year, like Ninja Turtles. um, And, you know, we did a lot of, like, together costumes. And then um, as we got older, um, and older being, like, fifth grade, it started to not be cool anymore to dress up. And so I know my my brother and I both faded out of the Halloween phase for a little while. And for me, it was in sixth grade that kind of struck the bone for a little while and and, uh, made it to where I didn't want to dress up. And it comes from a one-time kind of situation that carried over for the next few years and then on and then on and then on and finally got reversed at an older age so in sixth grade I ended up dressing up as a senior citizen woman and um, my mom helped me with the costume and my grandma helped me with the costume And I got, like, a cane, and I got, you know, a gray wig, and I found this um, kind of frilly, um, almost rose print dress, and uh, put it on with my my costume, as part of my costume. And I went to school as this, like, little old lady, and I was, like, hunched over and, you know, walking with my cane, and I thought... It was so, like, comical, and um, it was something that 
made me smile when I was leaving the house. I was so excited to get out of the car and go to school and show everybody my costume and show everybody, you know, this whole performance that I had put into this costume. And I got to school and, like, nobody was dressed up. I was the only one who was, like, dressed up in my classroom. And it wasn't so much that the other kids made fun of me. You know, there was, you know, a couple of the the jockey guys who, you know, laughed about it. And it made me feel embarrassed. And it happened first day in the morning. And it made me feel embarrassed. And that was, like, the only thing that transpired that day is this immediate interaction as soon as I walked into school where a couple kids were snickering at and looking in my direction. And, like, that was enough for me to totally derail. And I remember sitting in class the rest of the day just feeling really embarrassed, really anxious for the day to be over. Um, I think I actually changed out of my costume at lunch as soon as I could get to the bathroom to do so. And this whole kind of day of excitement and fun and interaction that I had planned um, didn't come to fruition. And it was because, looking back at it, that the entire time, instead of being present, you know, owning what's happening... Um, owning my, obviously, you know, sixth grade, you know, owning my emotions is not going to happen in sixth grade. Um, but you know, as an adult, uh, it was, it was still a struggle, you know? And so like, you know, owning my emotions and, and realizing that I'm actually the one who's sitting here in my head being so self-critical of everything that's going on. And that is the reason for me behind why I stopped dressing up after sixth grade for a while. And I didn't have my friends at home telling me not to dress up. I didn't have, you know, a horrible experience that um, really derailed me and made it to where I was unable to perform this action again. Um, It was just a little snicker that, you know, in sixth grade was a really big deal and felt really debilitating. Um, However, as an adult, realizing how long I carried that sixth grade emotion with me and I allowed the environment to determine my action because how I thought other people were going to react is what I used as my scale to determine if I was going to dress up for Halloween or not. And, you know, what I mean by that is sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, all through high school, dressing up was not cool. If you went to school dressed up, you were one of the few and you were usually, you know, picked on and things like that, um, or at least snickered at. Um, and it was, it was just not an environment where dressing up was, I would say like welcomed. 
Um, and it was always something I really, really loved to do. And it, it, it just used that environment. And I just constantly use that environment to determine the action that I was going to take. So getting into college, dressing up became acceptable again. It became cool. Um, the costumes became funny. And it was something that everybody did. If you did not dress up in college, it was like dressing up in high school. You know, you were one of the few who were would go to a party without a Halloween costume or go to the bar without a Halloween costume. I mean, everybody dressed up. Um, even from a t-shirt, a happy Halloween t-shirt, to just a silly mask, um, you know, college, the costumes were very creative. I remember by sophomore year, my buddy Robert and I went as Chippendales, and uh, I wore a pair of tuxedo slacks, uh, a bow tie, and a pair of black and white wingtips, and that was my whole Halloween. Oh, and I had the little white cufflinks or cuffs um, on my wrist with the cufflinks. No shirt, and that was my entire Halloween costume. And I remember spending the entire night um, trying to stay moving because I was freezing cold. Uh, but I was having so much fun, and I was enjoying my costume. And uh, my buddy Robert and I were. Um, pretty confident <laughs> we were going to the gym from time to time and and so we we you know we felt good about the way we looked and and that self-confidence was that dot I started to connect at an older age that dressing up for Halloween based on my environment was influencing my confidence that I had in myself so as I got into an environment that was more accepting of my action, I became more confident in that action. And so, like, the following year, my brother and I went as we did a twin costume again. Um, WWF was World Wrestling Federation. It was super popular. Um, when I was a kid, we used to have, like, the little toys of the action figures that would wrestle, and we'd watch it on TV. And there was these two guys that were called the Legion of Doom, Animal and Hawk. And they had like red football pads with these big black spikes. One had like a mohawk, one had like a double mohawk. And uh, my brother and I, uh, we went to our local high school and uh, got a pair of old football pads Um spray painted them red, went to the craft store, got like those little uh, plastic fiberglass, or not fiberglass, um, the styrofoam um, spikes, and we glued all these spikes to it, and uh, just had a really great time with the costume, and you know, the environment is what was welcoming of those actions, and I got back into having just a ton of fun dressing up. Uh, and then it all changed when I went into the work world and the corporate world especially when um, I stopped dressing up because none at the time, there was no real executives or directors that were participating in dressing up. 
And so when I got back into this or when I got into my work, the environment had changed and the confidence that I had in my Halloween costumes were coming from the environment instead of coming from myself. And I stopped dressing up again because the environment wasn't really welcoming of it. I mean, some of the, you know, frontline staff dressed up, you know, some of the nurses would dress up, especially for the residents in the health center and in our skilled nursing area, uh, memory care, you know, a lot of the caregivers dressed up and you always saw the residents' faces just like light up with these fun Halloween costumes. And as I, you know, got into pr promotions, and I got into this executive director, or this executive director, this director level and working with more of the executives, dressing up wasn't the thing that they were doing. And so I stopped doing it again. And for a few years, Halloween would roll around and I, my wife would ask me if I was going to dress up and I'd always come up with some excuse like, oh, well, I've got to cover fitness classes today or, oh, we've got a board meeting and I, it's not appropriate for me to dress up. And, you know, I'd always come up with some pacifier excuse to just slide my um, desires under the table and say, you know, I'm not going to do this. No. And one year, uh, I started growing a little bit, and my wife sat down and asked me some questions, and we were talking about a different topic, and uh, she brought up this idea that, you know, I was allowing my others to determine my action, and that's what connected those dots about the environment was my self-confidence and not my own inner confidence and enjoyment that radiated out and kind of squashed those negative feelings that I had. And so one year I went for it and uh, it was thanks to a little bit of encouragement from the team. Um, the team that I had built uh, was a great group of people and they still are. And we started doing these group Halloween costumes. So, you know, there's that positive environment again. And realizing that the environment is a comfortable space, now I can start to grow my own confidence within it because it's safe. It's your safe space. And so in those areas, you can challenge yourself comfortably because other people who are around you, you know are not going to judge you. So a lot of those self-critical moments and thoughts go out the window because you're in an environment or you're around others that you know are not going to judge you for that. So it allows you to grow. And that's what the team did for me. And so we got together and we did Rocky Horror Picture Show and I totally dressed up as the lead role cross-dresser and, uh, you know, it was a, um, a continuing care retirement community. So, you know, I couldn't do like the lingerie and pantyhose and all that. So 
Um, but I did wear super tight black jeans. And by super tight, I mean they were my wife's stretch jeans. And skinny jeans, stretch jeans. I mean, these things went on with like Crisco. I barely slid them up all over my legs. They were so tight. And, um, and then I wore this like kind of frilly top and, but my makeup, my God, my wife spent like an hour doing my makeup and, um, I had these bright red, uh, bright red lips and my hair and I, we totally went to town with the Rocky Horror Picture Show and we did this little time warp skit. Um, that was just a blast. But I remember walking into work and my executive director drives by and rolls down the window and her jaw was just dropped. And the first thing that went through my head was like, oh shit, this is... Did I push this too far? I know we have like a decently conservative environment. Like, did I push this too far? <laughs> like full-fledged Halloween costume dressing up as a woman. And then I'm like, no, I am the wellness guy. Like I am a wellness director. My whole like purpose is to stimulate engagement and enjoyment. Like this is part of my job. And no, like... I'm enjoying this. It's totally appropriate. So, you know, I ask myself some questions to help set my parameters. And and then I take my self-confidence and I walk right into her office. And I'm like, morning. I didn't know if you realized it was me. And she lost it. And not in a bad way. Like, she started laughing and just talking about how much it made her day to see me do something that for her would have been so uncomfortable to do and how I got my whole team to participate which was actually they got me to participate but I gave her a little bit of self-confidence too through my action and every year after that we started dressing up as a team and I fully embraced it and, I mean, we did Willy Wonka um, and Oompa Loompas one year. Um, one of my all-time favorites is we did Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And I, at the time, was working with um, a, a team of all women and myself. So, naturally, when Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh, uh, Dwarfs came out, not drawers, Dwarfs, I was instantly nominated to come as Snow White, and I fully embraced it. I got a Snow White dress and an outfit, a wig. I had this little, like, um, um, kind of ceramic, like, dove, you know, that I would hold in my hand and, like, sing to as Snow White used to sing to the birds. And uh, it was a blast. I That photo actually made it down to our national leadership conference. And I just fully embraced it. And I guess like what I'm getting at is when I started sitting down and pinpointing what brought me happiness, what brought me embarrassment, was it judgment from others, was it anxiety from myself, where was this, where was the root of this? And furthermore, like, am I going to allow others to 
kind of put their hand in my cookie jar, so to say, and take a bite. No. And the more confident I became in my outfits and just my character role that I would play, the more I engaged other people and the more I saw other people blush or light up with a smile, there was some sort of effect that happened. And it was usually 90% of the time was positive. But my confidence that I had completely got um, removed all those little snickers. And if they were there, I didn't even notice them because I was too busy having fun in my own world. And this is something else that I see in people from time to time where there's something that brings them joy, like... I mean, even sitting on a, like, here's a good example. One of my favorite people is this lady named Mary. And I'm changing her name. You know, obviously none of the names on the show. I try to don't try to use real names unless, you know, the person wants me to. But Mary is somebody who moved in as a resident and uh, towards kind of the last year or so that I was there. And... I would walk down to the gym and she would be dancing on the treadmill, like kind of bumping her shoulders side to side, smiling. She'd have her headphones in and the people would just stop and say to me, do you see what she's doing? That seems unsafe. Um, That seems a little erratic. Is she okay? And, you know, they just started looking at her because it was different and it was something that they felt awkward about not her and the more I watched her in her own world dancing and she would dance around campus as she walked and the same thing started to happen those people who were embarrassed by her were suddenly starting to become enriched by her and the dancing would make them smile and it would make her smile and so like usually what I've noticed is what you exude especially with confidence is usually what you get in return and you start to actually affect the environment instead of letting the environment affect you so Thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. And the next time you feel embarrassed, just ask yourself, is this me? Is this somebody else? Is, are these my emotions? Try to get to the root of it. Being embarrassed isn't always a bad thing. A lot of times it's a great opportunity to grow, and it's a great opportunity to work on your confidence. Have a wonderful day. And happy Halloween.